Hi everyone, Dan Cassidy here. Welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. The holiday shopping season is a wrap, so today we examine how and where consumers shop during the holidays and whether the pandemic and inventory shortages dampen holiday spirit. Plus, we will preview the upcoming reporting season for the consumer sector and touch on how to think about positioning within. Uh, joining us today for the conversation, glad to welcome back to Top of the Morning, Rob Samuels, Consumer Analyst Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. So, Rob, a welcome back. Happy New Year to you. Looking forward to our conversation. Thanks, Dan. Great to be with you this morning. Absolutely. So, Rob, following up from our prior conversation, I recall we were both on with Simeon Hyman from ProShares. Uh, this is going back to late November. Uh, retailers at that point, they were faced with supply chain constraints and the spread of the Omicron variant of COVID-19 right at the start of the holiday shopping season. Yet consumers appear to have showed up in a big way. So can you put some numbers around that for us, Rob? Yeah, sure, Dan. So the holiday shopping season was was quite strong. Uh, we've had several pre-announcements already. Top line numbers are coming in quite good. Uh, I would say that in-store traffic definitely has not yet recovered to pre-pandemic levels, but the promotional activity uh, was very light. And given the inventory challenges, people did start shopping earlier this year uh, than in the past. But to put some numbers around it, uh, you know, we are we are seeing holiday sales in the November and December combined period rose roughly eight to nine, eight and a half to nine percent compared to 2020 holiday season. That was the largest annual increase in 17 years, even despite the ongoing supply chain disruptions, rising prices, and obviously the Omicron variant fears. I would say uh, that inflation certainly helped uh, that number, uh, that, that increase that we saw. Uh, so all in all, I would say it was a very positive uh, good uh, good season for, um, for for spending. So with that backdrop, let's dig a bit deeper in terms of what consumers shop for. What would you say, Rob, were the category winners or standouts this past holiday shopping season? Yeah, Dan, not surprisingly, we saw uh, both apparel sales and jewelry sales uh, very strong, uh, given that those are two categories that people really didn't spend a lot on uh, in the prior uh, COVID year. Uh, so apparel sales rose almost, you know, almost close to 50%. Uh, jewelry sales were up uh, north of 30% versus the year ago period. Uh, you know, they, additionally, they were up 29% and 26% uh, respectively when compared to the holiday uh, season in, in from two years ago in 2019. Uh, we also saw electronic sales jump roughly 16% compared to the year ago period and obviously online uh, was strong once again. So I also think we saw we, we saw some good strong sales for in, in gift cards, uh, given that a lot of people were uh, you know hesitant to go to the mall. So you saw very strong gift card sales uh, once again. And then also spend just around uh, you know, travel, leisure, uh, restaurants, you know, people, people do getting out and, and eating, uh, eating out. So I think you saw some strong sales there as well. So with respect to how consumers shop, Rob, you mentioned a few moments ago how in-store traffic, not quite yet where it was pre-pandemic. So how did in-store traffic volume compare to online sales? Yeah, I mean, in-store traffic across non-essential uh, retail department and luxury stores was down uh, roughly 22% compared with uh, 2019, uh, but still up quite handily over last year, uh, roughly 35-36% um, over over 2020. Again, that was uh, during you know prior to the vaccines, and you know mainly people for the most part people largely staying at home. Um, so in-store traffic 
um, you know, did so, so it's a nice jump year over year, but on a two year uh, compare, uh, you know, still, still quite light. Uh, you know, again, I do think that you did see a lack of last minute gift giving shopping, uh, which could mean, uh, which could have been driven by reactions to some of the shipping delays that caused, I think, as I mentioned before, many consumers to shop earlier. And we also did see much, much fewer promotions. Uh, year over year, which likely led to you know some of those declines in in, in shopper traffic. So, Rob, maybe we can revisit pre-announcements. You mentioned that a few moments ago. What are your expectations for the group with respect to Q4 reporting, and what might be some areas of concern? Yeah, so again, we have gotten several pre-announcements already, uh, both this week and last week. As I mentioned, for the most part, uh, you know, the holiday sales numbers, top lines coming in. Um, fine. Um, but we have heard that things have slowed down uh, somewhat here in the beginning of the new year. I think the Omicron variant is certainly to blame for some of that. Uh, uh, labor shortages uh, continue to be something that we're hearing about as people call in sick and that's causing um, stores to, you know, some, some companies to close stores or uh, close stores earlier and so not having as many employees. That That's hurting somewhat. So I would say all in, you know, I think that um, when we do start to get um, uh, fourth quarter earnings and we do start to get guidance for the year, I do think that it's going to be a tale of two halves. There's certainly a lot of concern around tougher comparisons in the first half of the year, uh, as well as peak margins. And remember, this time last year, we were people were receiving stimulus checks, uh, even even back in, in, in 2020, stimulus help uh, in the in, uh, in, you know, kind of the, the March to June, July timeframe. So I think first half of the year, uh, much more tougher compare. Second half, a little bit different. Uh, there, I think we'll start to lap up against some of the supply chain issues from a year ago. Uh, you know, hopefully that will, you know, for the most part be behind us. So compares likely get a little bit easier in the back half. So again, I think a tale of two halves for 2022. And I think we're going to hear a lot of conservatism from management teams when they report the fourth quarter and do provide guidance. Okay, so more to come there that we can follow up on. Now, Rob, as we close out this morning with respect to positioning within the consumer space, what's your current thinking there? Yeah, I, mean, I think that for the most part, we want to continue to, um, you know, be, be, you know, owning those names that have pricing power, uh, global brands. We like the off-price story. We continue to like the off-price story. Uh, we like the, uh, the EV, electric vehicle um, theme quite a bit. Uh, you know, we think that that's still in the very early, early stages. Um, we did launch on the auto, auto sector, uh, uh, towards the, the end of, end of last year. Um, you know, on the staple side, again, pricing power is something that we are certainly, um, in, in favor of and companies that, uh, that have it along with strong brands. So, um, you know, I think that, uh, it's, it's likely to be, you know, once again, a, uh, you know, a stock picker's market within the consumer group. Uh, but I do think that there are op- some opportunities. Okay. Well, Rob, thank you for dropping by top of the morning to close the loop on the 2021 holiday shopping season. Uh, more conversations to look forward to as the year progresses, though appreciate the insights today, the guidance when it comes to positioning, and we will look forward to catching back up again with you soon. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Rob. And again, today we've been joined by Rob Samuels, Consumer Analyst Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. So as a reminder to our clients and our listeners, the UBS Chief Investment Office does author a variety of publications and blogs that touch on timely market developments, asset classes, and portfolio allocation. These resources can all be located on UBS.com forward slash CIO. Uh, That includes a recent blog 
blog authored by Rob, which ties right into our conversation here today. A title is Holiday Wrap-Up, Omicron and Lack of Inventory Couldn't Prevent Shoppers from Splurging. So for clients of UBS, please be sure to reach out to your financial advisor if you would like to receive a copy of that blog directly. Top of the Morning is part of the UBS Market Moves podcast channel, which is available where podcasts are found, including on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Pandora. Visit UBS.com forward slash studios to view the entire podcast offering, as well as the new UBS trending video series. From UBS Studios, I'm Dan Cassidy. Thank you for joining us. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.